0: Hello and welcome to the Big Orange podcast. My name is Joe. I'm the MD of Big Orange Media and I welcome you to episode number eight. I'm delighted to be joined today by John Wilson, the CEO of Total Jobs. And today we're going to be talking about careers in the office and beyond in 2022. So John, welcome. Thanks very much for being here.
1: Uh, Thanks very much
0: for inviting me. It's a
1: crazy time uh, that I think we're all living in when it comes to recruitment. So really happy to Talk a little bit about this and maybe answer a few questions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm really pleased that you're here. And you know, from our perspective, just wanted to kind of start by, you know, getting your opinion really on the last 18 months. I know that's probably quite difficult to sum up in just a couple of sentences. But you know, in, in you know, in your position at at Total Jobs, I mean, how, how's it been going? What's uh, what's the market doing at the moment? Look, I think anybody that's trying to hire people right now will be with me on
1: what is a, a huge roller coaster for everyone. So, you know, when you track the last 18 months and you think about all of the things that have happened uh, with COVID and lockdowns and opening and tier four and tier this and, you know, testing for X, Y, Z. You know, it's it's been a minefield for most companies. And then particular industries have felt it significantly more you know in terms of having to shut down so you think about hospitality but then you think about those other industries um online retail and logistics etc that just went on fire through that period so everybody's been impacted by uh the pandemic in very very different ways Mm -hmm. but for sure there is zero stability and uh, even what we're seeing right now is businesses begin to come back Mm -hmm. um trying to work out exactly what's happening in the market how do I succeed? How do I drive my business forward? It's it's challenging now, very much in a different way. You know, before we were concerned that we were going to have any business at all, yeah. And I, and now actually, the desire is how do I grow when the market is so difficult? So I think any business out there that's tried to hire
0: people has been feeling it a lot the last yeah. year and a half. I totally agree with that. I think from our perspective here at Big Orange, I mean, in many ways, 2021 has been actually harder than 2020. I, I think there's no good time to endure a global pandemic, <laughs> you know, no, no matter what business uh, you're in or, or indeed that you run. But I think this year, it is kind of just been trying to stay ahead of the curve. And, and actually that has been something that, that certainly has its challenges. But uh, I think that, you know, for, for all businesses, it's looking to try to rise to that challenge and how they can kind of make the most out of a situation that that, that, yeah. that, that is really difficult. So tell us a little bit more about your role at Total Jobs. So I'm the CEO for Total Jobs Group. Um, that's a number of different
1: job ad platforms um, in the UK. We are probably describe ourselves as one of the biggest job boards in the UK, generalist job boards. So really, any job that you need to fill or any job that you're looking for, we're likely going to be able to help. Um, Even today, you'll find over 250,000 jobs um, on total jobs, generating anywhere between three to five million applications per month. So really, you know, one of our goals is to help society by helping people find jobs sure. and as we've moved through the pandemic it's been really important for us to understand what are the challenges that different
0: industries are facing and how do we help them with that. So one of the things that we've noticed on the Total Jobs site was uh, the Job Change Tracker. So I, I just wanted to know a little bit more about that and uh, why you created that.
1: And it really stems right back to some of the work that we did at the beginning of the pandemic. So. One of our brands within the total jobs group um, umbrella is caterer.com, which is the market leading uh, job board for anybody in the hospitality industry. Clearly that, that industry, industry. you know, it was probably hit the hardest um, out of, out of any, and clearly we had customers that were uh, hibernating essentially, Mm -hmm. but we also have thousands, millions of people looking for work you know who were specialists in the industry so what do you do and um one of the things that we focused in on and that was was about transferable skills what are the skills that everybody working in the hospitality industry particularly front of house need to have mm-hmm. and then what industries are actually hiring right now and and at that particular point in time we could see that there was a lot of crossover between hospitality and the care sector yeah and the care sector was exploding and 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 to be fair the the care sector is always challenged by open vacancies and staff churn, So yes, yeah. that's exacerbated in the COVID period where they needed even more people and it was a, a difficult industry. So we started to help job seekers that were traditionally maybe we working in the hospitality area to be able to find jobs because obviously we need to pay the bills yeah, um, in the care sector. And, and so that, that idea of switching industries, um, it was something that we started to think a lot more about. And as we began to analyze uh, job change data over the last five years, millions and millions of job changes, we were able to understand is like, where are people moving to right now? And where are they moving from? Yeah, And so the reason why that's helpful as a job seeker, you can understand is like, if, if you want to get out of your industry or you want to open up opportunities for yourself more than just doing the same job again somewhere else, is it really helps you understand actually what industries or other people in your industry going to, and so what skills do I need for that? Sure. But then also, if you're a company and you're struggling to hire right now, and I'm sure uh, lots lots are, is you kind of go, okay, well, this is the industry that I'm in. Where are people coming from? Yeah. And where are they leaving to go to? Because that might change the messaging or how I seek to attract job seekers to, to my business. You know, if I know where they're coming from, I, I can understand what the transferable skills are, etc. cetera. So those things are really designed to shed some light about what's happening in your industry, but also give you some practical help and advice about like, well, what are you gonna do about it? Like, how are you going to take that information
0: and, and help drive your business forward by finding great talent, essentially. That's amazing. I mean, it's a really innovative tool, it sounds like. How how's it been received in, in the marketplace?
1: Yeah, it's, it's fantastic because what it's doing is shedding light is rather than the challenge that a lot of uh, companies face is they post a job and they're just not hearing from people. And so this is this is really about how do I make my business attractive? Hmm. So let me take you back a step. The Office for National Statistics, you release their data every quarter. It's really, really helpful. But there's a record-breaking number of jobs being posted in the UK. Yeah. Not just on total jobs, although there's a we're uh, breaking records on total jobs as well. But in general, more companies are advertising today than they were doing in 2019. Probably about 45% more. Gosh, that's a Right. Lots. Weirdly, you would assume that with people, with furlough finishing, um, the government have cut benefits for people. Yeah. Um, people being made redundant, you know. There's a lot of churn, if you like, happening in the, within the population. And if you consider where we were 2019 versus where we were now, I think all of us would be forgiven for thinking that truly there are more job seekers. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But there aren't. <laughs> um, when we look through Google Trends and a few other places, we can see that the amount of search traffic there is for people with the search term job somewhere in the string yeah. is about 20% less. So when you think about that delta, I've got 40% more jobs that I'm competing with, 20% fewer candidates that are looking. Is the delta is it 60% fewer people viewing your job now than we were in 2019. So you need to understand more about what is it that is exciting about your company? What is it that is exciting about your industry? Why should somebody come to work for you? And what helps optimize your job advert? Yeah. You know, and all of this stuff basically feeds in to give recruiters the tools that they need to be able to address those challenges. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's really, really interesting. I think one of the key things that you know we've tried to do as, as a marketing business, and obviously, you know, the pandemic has really affected lots of businesses, lots of people in, in very different ways. It is that diversification piece. And I think that businesses and um, employees alike have had to go through this whether they wanted to or not, in most cases, they didn't want to right? Yep. They go through this journey of, of learning how to do something different, learning how to, you know, conduct themselves in a way that they probably wouldn't have done so before. And I think that in hearing you talk about, you know, all of those innovations that, that you guys have gone through, I mean, that is something that obviously you didn't have to do, you know, ultimately, it, it, hopefully, it's been a good exercise for the business. But, you know, it, it's something that kind of was born out of this idea rather than it being something that you, you felt you you must go ahead and do. So I think that it's an it's an interesting perspective that, that you took the initiative to do that, uh-huh. you know, ra- rather than, you know, it being a money making exercise. And actually that's one of the, the core things that we've tried to do, you know. we're without... adding value to what your role exactly. you
1: role already Exactly,
0: yeah. So when the pandemic first hit, right, we managed a number of, you know, social media accounts for businesses up and down the country. Um, We published an online guide uh, as to how they could really proactively continue to manage social content themselves if they didn't want to work with an agency anymore, and also how they should really kind of look at the tone of voice, how they communicated with one another or, or indeed with their potential clients. Because actually when the pandemic first hit, people didn't know how to behave online. People didn't quite know how to position their business either to attract, you know, and and talking, you know, in the case of attracting new staff, yes. I think a lot of people felt because there was a huge shortage of staff in certain areas, maybe they didn't want to be outwardly recruiting and things like that. So I think that's, a, you know, a really interesting point. just wanted to ask, have there been any surprise statistics in relation to the tracker? Yeah, there
1: have. Um,
0: when we built the tracker, we actually spoke to
1: about four and a half thousand job seekers, as well as 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 part of the part of the build, and actually the thing that is most surprising of the people um, who have moved industry. Now, granted, sixty uh, percent of those people they've gone a totally different job, right? So they've moved industry; they're doing something totally different. Eighty-two percent of those people say they're not going back to their old industry. I see. So why why do I think that's a challenge? Um, you know when there's an airline strike, right? Mm. And, then, and then they finally stop and they're trying to get back to work. Well, the problem is all the planes are in the wrong place. <laughs> so the delays carry on for a bit longer. It's a bit like that, I think. Over the last 18 months so many people have moved industries because they've had to, yes, right? Because the place where they want to work is not open and I need money, so I have to work somewhere. Quite right. And actually 82% of those people are going to stay where they are. Yeah, That creates a challenge for any of those industries that traditionally, you know, are there any of those industries that were shuttered over the COVID period? It's like, we've got to re-engage one winning back, talent perhaps that um, have left to go to another industry so like how do I improve my value proposition how do I make myself an even more attractive employer And actually how do I bring on the the next group of workers you know for that young talent so I think places like the uh, hospitality industry you know they were hit hardest Uh, travel again hit hardest you know
0: they're going to have to have a bit of a challenge to
1: re-engage with that workforce and make sure that they can uh, meet the challenges of next year.
0: One of the things that I really wanted to pick your brains about, really, is we've been reading um, the global talent report that uh, you guys published in, in in June this year. Obviously, there's a host of really interesting topics in there, but one of them is um, talks about London still being one of the most desirable sti- cities to work in, um, even though you know, seemingly we've, it's been a really tough time in the UK. Obviously, Brexit. COVID, one would think actually that with people moving out of the city and coming, you know, down to kind of live in the country, that there'd be less, you know, people that would be wanting to work in London. I mean, w- why do you think that is? So the Global Talent Survey is conducted,
1: I can't remember off the top of my head, like 50 different countries around the world. I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of people we talk to and that we do it along with Boston Consulting Group Yeah, um, to give us a real understanding about like what's happening globally. So Total Jobs, which is a UK-based platform, we're part of the third biggest online recruitment business in the world. This is StepStone. And so we have business in South America, the Caribbean, North America, South Africa, Ireland, all across Europe. Like So it's really, really important for us to understand actually how what is what do people think in other countries about working in different places? Because when we think about talent, we think about talent in the future. Mm. These things become more critical because actually the working age population is set to decline uh, across Europe in the next 20 years. So this kind of like war for talent. Yeah, um, It's pertinent right now because of the short-term impacts that we're seeing with the pandemic, but it isn't something that is going to go away. As we're all going to need to hire fantastic people to help us, you know, deliver the Purpose and the goals that we have within our within our business, mm. and so interestingly, um, London is still rated as one of the most desirable cities to come and work. And so, I think that, like globally, the um, uh, the view of London is still one of the most exciting, one of the most innovative places to work, and that is very true. Yeah, we do see London as a destination drop. Somewhat for uh, our cousins in the European Union, which I think is is something that we might kind of understand as the impact of Brexit. But certainly globally, mm. it still retains that pull. And um, what I would say though is, no other British city appears on the list. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so it really is about London, and and obviously, like uh, I live in Tunbridge Wells, yeah, um, but I work in London, yeah, and um, you know, you don't need to spend much time there to realise it. it is pretty exciting. And when you think about the amount of innovation, mm. the amount of brands, and, and the amount of exciting things that are happening there, particularly if you're involved in any of the IT industries, and the creative industries, yeah. finance, etc., um, it really is a, a powerhouse for attracting um, talent in. And so we also did a did a a, a piece of work called City CVs, okay. um, a little while back, where we created a CV for the city. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, why would you want to come work here? Um, in order to really boost, you know. Why does somebody want to come work in your company? And it is about you as a business, but it also is about where you are as yes. a business and how do you leverage the benefits of that to attract talent? Yeah, um, and yeah. clearly with the pandemic, um, a number of things have driven uh, the activity of job seekers. And one of those things is the ability to work remotely, etc. And yeah. so I think there's the, an opportunity right now for companies to be able to attract people. If they're geared up, if they have the capability of hiring internationally and uh, onboarding internationally and, and kind of capturing that talent, that London may be a great place to work, but you can hire people um, yeah. anywhere around the world right now. Yeah. So. Oh,
0: that's great. I mean, well, the, the, the statistic that kind of sticks out to me, there was a 57% of people in the uk um would be open to taking a remote job if the uh, the hq was was in london i think yeah. that was a really interesting stats obviously over over half of people from our perspective you know it leads me on to our next kind of topic of conversation which is about kind of company culture and values and, and i think in terms of onboarding new staff and, and you know and talking about new hires We all, uh, you know, as business owners or working within a business, try very hard to create a good and positive culture. And there's no doubt that that has been impacted slightly by, you know, the fact that people can't meet each other, you know, certainly, you know, from, from our perspective, we've employed people without ever meeting them face-to-face. We we have people that work for the business that we've we've never met face-to-face. Obviously, it makes for a slightly tricky Christmas party face-to-face, of course. But um, I think, yeah, the, the question I wanted to ask you was, you know, in your opinion, how, how does that impact company culture, not being able to meet people in the way that we're so used to doing? Yeah, look, I don't think anyone's got this right, by the way. And, <laughs> you know, there's there's a lot,
1: of, a lot of good ideas and whatnot out there. And it really is about... You mentioned about purpose and values. And I think what's critical for people looking for work is that they feel connected to the purpose of a company or the values of the company. We're seeing that come out much, much more. Yeah. And I think if you if you take your own values and your own purpose and kind of go, well, how do I translate that into how um, we recruit, hire, and onboard people, then that begins to speak a little bit to your personality. But So we have a thing in, in Total Jobs called Moments That Matter. Yeah. And we kind of figure... We did a lot of work with our team and kind of talked about how do we do our jobs and what of the things that we do are important and how important are they and then actually what of those can we absolutely do from home because mm. it's focused and, and actually we just don't want the distraction yeah what of those could be hybrid so it doesn't really impact the ability for us to get it done if someone's on a screen and someone's in an office and someone's in the kitchen or have you yeah sure and then what of those things really work better when you're uh, working together in order that you can make time, because we're humans and I think there is an element where you do need to meet face to face if it's completely possible. Yes. And if not, it really is about kind of thinking, actually, there's a whole new stream of moments that matter that are not about work and they are about connection. They're yeah. about community. Yeah. Um, they're about shared vision, shared purpose. And I think that's where most companies, you just need to make more of an effort. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where you kind of go, you know, sometimes when you walk into an office, is your purpose and your vision and your culture, it's written on the walls, right? And mm-hmm. literally written on the walls. And you can kind of feel it and pick it up. Yeah. But it's not written on my kitchen wall.
0: No. Right? Nor do I want it to be. <laughs> no, I was going to say, is the total jobs, uh, vision and values written on your kitchen wall. Yeah, no, no <laughs> it, is, it, it, it is not.
1: Um, but what I want to be able to do is i want to create connections for my team yes. and that means i need to create space for people to have fun sure. i need to create space for people to have downtime mm-hmm. i need to create space for random connections you know those moments where you bump into someone walking down a corridor that don't happen yeah and so there's there's tons of stuff about like you know what are those uh, fun and interesting things that you can do a coffee roulette for instance we, we've done a number of times where you just randomly paired with people for like 15 minutes who you might not meet yeah to create that experience of uh uh of you know bumping into people in your organization but like I say does that work
0: does people do people feel you know I, I love that idea um I, part of me thinks it might be slightly awkward for someone to do that but I suppose now, you wouldn't usually do that would you know so that's, that's a great way of actually kind of having that interaction where you wouldn't usually have it.
1: Yeah, no, it, it works very well. And I guess what I would encourage
0: is every, like this is not a
1: company can flip a switch in, in no. that culture, right? No so sure. it, this is about um, trying to bring everybody on to this journey and particularly those people that lead other people. Mm. Um, I joined Total Jobs at the back end of 2019. So three months into uh, this CEO role, we we're all yes. like, in lockdown. Yeah. And actually for me, um, uh, I became a better leader because of it, Mm. because I knew right away as one, I was new, not only was I never gonna meet anyone, but I didn't even know who anyone was or what (laughs) they did or any of that kind of stuff. Like I am literally brand new. And in the UK, I have something like 500-ish people that Mm. are inside my organization. And then another 250 that support my organization. I'm like, I don't know anyone, like what am I gonna do? And so my communication strategy became like paramount yeah. for that. So how do I engage with people one-on-one? How do I engage with people in teams? How do I engage with the organization? How do I create feedback? How do I make sure that we're connecting people to what's happening? You know, how and it, and it was a case of over-communicating, but actually what you find is like people really, really like those opportunities to either get FaceTime or come as part of a team or hear from people across the organization and I think that was important for me coming in new and I guess I turned it up to ten for that reason of course but I think no matter who you are if you manage people and you know you want to be able to create those connections you have to think about like, well how do I join the dots
0: for my people too yes quite right absolutely it's all about people isn't it I think and that's, that's that's kind right. of why we do what what we do ultimately yeah. uh, you know and you talk about the kind of vision and values, you know, often being written on walls when you go into organizations. I think it's a really interesting point that you've raised there. Because we work with a lot lot of businesses who have just that. They they you know, have their kind of their their vision, values, voice, their mission statement kind of branded around the office. But actually, when you kind of peel back some of the layers, it it, it isn't so so obvious. And it's something that possibly a number of know their team don't actually realize or if they're they're not challenged on it but if they're questioned you know what is the purpose or the culture of this business maybe they they don't know not that they're getting it wrong but they just don't know so I think what's been really interesting about the phase that we're in is that it's actually forced the hand of of quite a lot of businesses to do more of that and I think more leaders should be turning it up to 10 and communicating in a way that you've been with your staff because I think it's um, it's easy to kind of go from day to day and just kind of always do what you've always done and always get what you've always got. But you know. But you know, when you fall back on the data too, um, one, it makes sense because
1: we're all remote and disconnected. Yeah. Therefore, connection should be more of a priority, obviously. But what we see in the data for new people entering the world of work, um, their their need to connect with their company is, is one of the main reasons that attract them. Yes, their salary and, and what have you, but, but actually that connection to purpose, particularly when it comes around to diversity, equity and inclusion, when it comes to social responsibility, when it comes to the environment, when it comes to, you know, do you uh, do you care yeah, yeah. about things that are not just work? Um, and we see a lot more of that coming in now where people are making choices about where they work based on what, what can I see? Mm. about you as a company absolutely. when it comes to uh, these uh, incredibly important social topics absolutely and so I think it makes sense to create connection but it also makes sense to when you talked a little bit before about the work that you do at big Orange media about like how do you help people with their branding mm. and uh, within my industry and within my business we talk about employer value proposition and yeah. like how do you speak to candidates how how do you tell them why they should come work for you mm. in all of that, leans into well one what is your purpose but what does that mean for your people and how do you talk about it and critically how do you live it inside your organization because you know you can say all these nice fancy things yeah. put them on your yeah. website yeah but through the interview process the candidates will find you out so, yeah right you know.
0: and it's just a, a two-way street isn't it You kind of you know in that you know regard, you're laying your soul bare to to, to the person that, that you're interviewing and ultimately you know that they are giving themselves to you as well which i think is you know a really interesting point so one of the things that um, I'd like to sort of round off with, uh, John, if I may, is is talking about duh, 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 predictions for 2022. And I say that knowing that we don't have a crystal ball, but I, I, I think I'm, I'm more meaning technology, you know, how you see the, 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 the jobs market, you know, moving in 2022 and anything that, uh, you know, you think is, is relevant for for next year, really. So there's a couple of things that are very practical and then a few things that are maybe
1: more interesting. And I think on the practical side is the current conditions that you're experiencing as a hiring manager, they are not going to change.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: certainly not in the near future. And by the near future, I'd probably say three to six months. So the first half of next year, I and I can't, it's not that let's say it won't continue that further than that, but I can not see further than that. Yeah. And so what am I thinking about? So in quarter three this year, of companies increased the amount of hiring they were doing. Now, that's brought us to record levels of open positions in the UK. Wow. Now, when we spoke to those businesses, uh, another 32% said, I'm going to increase in quarter four, right? So not only, we we talked a little bit earlier about this delta from 20% fewer job seekers, 40% more jobs on the platform, and companies are intending to do more recruitment, right? So the pressure um, on you know, finding talent, it's not going to change. Sure. And you might already be like at headcount or something, but 25% of the UK population, they're looking for a job right now. So in your organization, that's what's happening and finding new people is going to be tough. So I think it's really important to lean into the values and the uh, what makes you a great place to work. That's really, really important. Yeah, sure. and its it's probably worth saying that candidates are far more confident far more savvy far more appreciative of their value so you know it's it, you can't really dictate the conversation when it comes to when you find someone you really want to hire yeah you need to be open to kind of thinking right how how can I appeal to this person and how can I flex my offer to make sure that I, yeah, get, them. I, I get them over the line so yeah. I think that's a challenge Yeah. the next thing that I, I think is really exciting and something that we're putting a lot of effort behind um, at Total Jobs is conversational AI yeah so Um, we recently acquired a company from uh, California uh, called Maya. And so Maya is a conversational AI platform specifically designed for the recruitment industry. So why do we think this is important? Is we have hundreds of thousands of people that come to our website every day. And of course, what happens right now is you put a job title and a location in and you hope something Mm. comes back. Yes. Well, I just told you there's 250,000 jobs uh, on the platform today. Yeah. So how do we get you the right one? And part of that is how do we make the jobs find you first? And then how do we make sure that we're helping you find the jobs that you're looking for? And this is where Maya comes in. So when you go on the Total Jobs platform, Maya will talk to you very conversationally and find it a little bit more, maybe about the money that you wanna earn and the title that you wanna have and where that is and what's important to you in order that one, when you search for something, you're seeing something that's relevant. But more importantly, rather than you looking for jobs, jobs will start to come looking for you. And so um, Maya then will be able to say, look, hey, actually, we had a little chat the other day and I, uh, you told us this about you. What do you think of X, Y, Z? And we'll start to, to look for jobs for you. And of course, when you're trying to do that on a, on a large scale, it's really, really important that it is real interaction. It, Maya is not chatbot no it's uh, it's an amazing piece of technology that will really help two things as a job seeker it's incredibly frustrating and risky and time-consuming to find a job you really want to take some of the pain out of that and actually those challenges are equal to the recruiter is they don't want to have to sift through tons and tons of cvs that are not relevant um, they want to find Uh, In a a recruiter's mind, they'll call it a quality candidate. Every candidate is quality, but do you fit my personal criteria? That means I think you're a quality candidate. Well, Maya can help us bridge that gap. And so I I think uh, that conversational AI... In the recruitment process is something that you're going to
0: you're going to see a lot uh, next year yeah pretty how, how does that work in practice for them? it sounds r- really really innovative I mean, yeah so how does you know let, let's say you know someone's looking for a job you know that they're, they're on the total jobs website are they just presented with maya as an option to kind of you know sift out what's not relevant to them it, uh, the it'll just pop up either you can just ask so you say you know
1: talk to a uh, uh, talk to maya yeah and you can chat away to Maya and she will happily find find a job for you. Now clearly there's a lot of really smart people typing away in dark rooms on computers, (laughs) making all of that work. Um, so don't ask me anything about that side. Um, but, but I know, I know, um, in, in order that we can create a job market that works for candidates and works for companies, we need to fix what we've got right now. And right now it doesn't work. It's like I say, you put in a job title, you put in a town and you cross your fingers and hope something comes up yeah but that that is not helping connect the world of work you know and that's something that we strive for all the time at total jobs and i think that uh you'll see more of that uh, certainly from us
0: next year yeah certainly now with two hundred and fifty thousand, uh you know open vacancies right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. awesome so Last but not least, the biggest question uh, of the day, really, the Total Jobs Christmas Party. <laughs> Who knows? What, what, what's going on? What have you got planned? <laughs> uh, you know, um, we made a,
1: we've we been communicating pretty constantly with our team and Total Jobs. Like everybody, it's musical chairs. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. All of these things are, yeah. are changing all of the time. Um, and so we, we're not having a Christmas party at Total Jobs. We're surprised. still spending <laughs> the money on a Christmas party, but we're hey. not having one. So individual line managers are given the the budget that we would have spent on the big do, and they said, okay, here's your part, and they can do something small oh, with their nice. individual teams. Yep. Um, and then next week, uh, we've got a number of fun things planned for for our team Um Basically, getting our leadership team to look very stupid. And us, organization. So we're doing some of that. Well, I hope you're leading the charge on that one. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, awesome.
0: I unfortunately am. <laughs> Fantastic. John, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. It's lovely to see you. Um, I hope you've enjoyed being here. We've certainly enjoyed having you.
1: I've had a great time. It's been uh, it's been very cool. Um, thanks for inviting me along.
0: And I'd uh, be really happy to come back if you'll have me. So. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a Tunbridge well and You're always welcome. And finally, uh, w- what are you doing for Christmas? Uh, well, I've
1: got everything crossed right now. Hopefully, I am flying to New York to see my sister, who I haven't
0: seen for a couple of years. Fantastic. So, yeah. well, well enjoy that trip it sounds fantastic thanks very much great thanks guys thanks very much for listening today and a special thanks to our guest John Wilson from Total Jobs you can catch up with all of the past episodes of BOT over on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and don't forget to check out our socials Instagram LinkedIn Twitter and Facebook and also our website bigorangemedia.co.uk look out for brand new podcasts in 2022 we look forward to seeing you soon